Welcome to episode six, I want to say, of Guys Being Dude season three. I'm joined here tonight with Jake Wilcox. Took me a second. Sorry, you know, I forgot the name. How we doing? How we doing? Um, we've planned all of nothing tonight, so we're really we're we're prepared for this podcast. We're ready for this. It is going to be one of our best podcasts yet. That's for sure. Hands down, Jake. Scale of one to ten, how evil are you feeling? Um, not that evil. A little evil, probably about a probably about a four. Really? Only how about a four? you? How about you? Um, I would say probably like a six. I definitely, definitely an evil feeling within me. I think my mine's a bit less than usual because I'm feeling tired. Daylight savings has me off, man. I'm kind of sad that we're getting rid of daylight savings. Not gonna lie, I I liked it. Not gonna lie, it, it, it was it was nice, you know. Twice a year, it would switch up. I would never know when it is, but it was You'd nice. You randomly wake up and it's not what time you think it is. You get in your car and you're like, "What? I'm late!" And then you realize your your car clock didn't change, but all the other clocks did. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. It was nice while it lasted. I'm sad that, uh, you know, it's going to be the last time we're ever going to see daylight savings, but I guess it is a thing of the past because it's like agriculture or something based. How about this, though? It's happening in our lifetimes. It's been around for, I don't know, a few couple lifetimes. Years, couple years. <laughs> Maybe it hasn't been around for a few lifetimes. I don't know. Eh, I feel like it's got to be around since, like, what, 1800s at least, you know? it's It was a farmer's thing, so, like... I'd imagine that with the history of our country, it kind of stayed around with that, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, bet. But, uh, yeah, so we haven't really planned out anything tonight. Um, one of my dearest friends, Bethany, has sent me a lot of different questions that I can uh, ask. So we'll be going over that tonight. Um, but, you know, just another Guys Being Dudes podcast, unplanned, perfect as can be. Ready for this? I'm ready. This is according to Wikipedia. Uh, daylight Savings Times was first impl- in- implemented in the U.S. in 1918 due to a wartime measure in World War I. Wow. 1918. I didn't know that was a World War I thing. But listen, that's what, that's what Wikipedia said. Wikipedia is a very trusted source. Exactly. Only the smart people go to Wikipedia. No, not going to lie, though. Any single high school teacher, or really any teacher or professor that says that Wikipedia is not a good source is just capping. Yes, anyone can edit it. That is true. But they have moderators on it. Like, it's not like you can you can say whatever you want on it, but it'll be corrected within a few hours. I feel like it's a very reliable source that people just look at the wrong way, you know? Yeah, I, I get that. I, I'm not a huge Wikipedia guy because, you know, anyone can post on it. But uh, that's fair. It is. They do have moderators and stuff. And this one says that... Uh, the first time it was used, this is an actual website, was in Canada in 1908. But I do believe that it would be adopted by the U.S. in 1918. That would make sense. Here's another another one saying it. We should another one. Yeah, take so over say. Canada. What like what is stopping us from invading them? Like yes, the Mounties. Got- Have you seen those guys, bro? They weigh red. They're pretty cool. Have you seen our military? We could <laughs> invade them in like maybe six months. We could ha- annex the entire country. Yeah, Putin thought that about Ukraine, man. He thought he could do it in six days. Yeah, but Russia is not the United States. True, we're not ma- using Cold War era stuff. We have gotten better since then. Yeah, the, losers. we had the B-252 bomber or whatever. The stealth bomber literally flew over yesterday during the soccer game. That was kind of sick. That was. A multi-billion dollar <laughs> plane just, you know, casually flies over us. Bro, it was the flyover. Listen, it was playoffs. Intramural soccer at Westfield. Come on. No bigger game than that. First that round. was such a good game, too. Everyone was playing so well. Yeah. I'm really, I'm excited for next season to see everyone. Obviously, I'm not going to be playing. I'll be GM again. But uh, Of course, of course. It, it, you, everyone was playing great. You were playing great. Oh, thank like, you. Oh, it was beautiful. It was a sad, sad loss to see, but I mean, you yep. know, it is what it is. We'll continue to get after it for sure. Oh, 100%. You going to join us on our intramural volleyball this season? Come on now. Come on now. Of course. Oh, let's go. I got hops. I got springs in my boots. Listen, Shana plays, right? She's the oh. teacher some moves. Shana's nasty. Shana's Shana nasty. can be the coach. If she wants to come to any of the games, please let her know. Oh, I'll have her out here. I'll have <laughs> her out here. We could sneak her on the team probably. I can't even imagine anyone would doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, What other subjects do I have to talk about? It's getting cold. Look at this. Look at this. This is all the ones I have to talk about. But it is getting cold. But 
Like, I want to say it's getting cold, but then we'll have a, another 70-degree day. So No, that's going to be, this weekend's going to warm up, but you see the weather for next week, it's going to be 40s about all week. I mean, it's been 40s highs this the, week, though, no? No, it's been 50s. Oh, okay. Highs in the 40s next week, lows in the 20s. The biggest, like, issue I've had with the weather recently is I haven't brought back, like, most of my winter clothes. I brought back all of my pants and jeans, but I'm missing all my sweatshirts. So I'm not really liking the cold weather. I like the hot weather, even though I only have like two pairs of shorts on campus. But I love the cold weather. I live for it. I got all my flannels, you know, because I'm a gotta be your basic straight white male. Oh, 100. Need my flannels. I, all my flannels on my house. That's why I'm going home on Friday, partially. Oh, I get my hair cut too, but. Oh, what do you mean? Your hair looks fantastic. Oh, thank you. But it is getting very long. Um, I have a hair appointment at 11:15 a.m., which means that I have to be leaving campus at like 9:45, 30 preferably so friday is going to be a bit of an issue but are you going to be getting evil thursday night regardless you're gonna be evil do you know what type of man i am actually this thursday has actually been declared a friday because there's no school on it friday. has by the um nds uh uh yes the nds no nda nda association oh i thought it was society uh, could be either. Could be either. The National Drinking of Water Society or Association. Orange juice is included. Apple juice? Uh, I'll have to discuss it with the board. I mean, we discussed orange juice today. I told Jake D'Amelio about how he was recommended to be part of the board, and he loves it. Well, that's so awesome. That's awesome. We have a full board, but we're going to have to start recruiting members. Yeah. Uh, it requires a two-thirds vote to get anything passed through. And today we actually declared that any uh, any time where you have a Friday holiday, that Wednesday is considered a Thursday, that Thursday is considered a Friday, and then the actual Friday is a Saturday followed then, by another Saturday. Yeah, two Saturdays in a row. Yeah, we we just passed that passed that bill today. I'm honestly I'm glad it got passed. Um, a little worried to be honest, but the two thirds majority really kicked in. So yeah, I mean, we didn't see many people. Uh, Acting as if today was a Thursday, it was kind of a weak one. But the bill, the bill went through late. You know, the bill went through late, and I feel like a lot of people were dealing with um, external issues, so they couldn't really, they couldn't engage. In, yeah, the, ne- the in next holiday, the next Friday, we'll, the next Friday holiday, we'll see what happens. I'll still count it as su- success, though. I mean, we had all three board members participating, so that's fair. That's fair. Listen, wait till we. I don't mean to let the viewers in on anything here listeners in but wait till they hear about the snow day bill we're writing up right now oh that's a good one that is exciting more presumed snow day because if you think it's going to be a snow day you kind of you gotta you have to act as if it's going to be a snow day you know you have to make a decision yeah the night before you have to act you have to make a decision so uh we got something in the books right now being written up yeah i mean i guess time will tell if the uh bill gets passed but other than that, I mean, hey, we had midterms recently. Maura Healy, I think, is our something in government. Well, I'd love to tell you if I knew, but I know Herschel Walker was running for the Republicans in Georgia. All I knew. And is- listen, Democrat or Republican, Herschel Walker's a football player, man. Love it. Love him. <laughs> Great player. He's an all-time player. The Georgians love him, bro. Those people down in Georgia, you play for Georgia. At a point, you don't even vote for politics. You vote for the person, you know? Yeah, you vote for the football player. At the end of the day, that's what it is. There's a reason Gerald Ford was president, and it was because he played football. <laughs> is, that, is that the only reason? Yep. I was talking earlier. Do you know who uh, Daniel Currier is? Yeah, I know, I know of him. Yep. I reach out to him any single time I need information regarding this campus. Responded to me. I asked him about intramural volleyball. Responded within five minutes. Gave great detail to it. That's if fantastic. he ran for president, I'm voting for him. Hands I, down. I, I don't care who did. else is. I no, think no, no, he ran like, for class president. I'm talking like country president oh, united states president yeah that's uh, wow i would vote oh, for him i'm not even i'm not even gonna lie awesome. right now shout out to our founding fathers especially <laughs> george washington no two-party system that'll ruin this country mm. us like it's a good know, thing we don't have a two-party system us right like now. 10 years later two-party system <laughs> i mean also the founding fathers were like hey slavery is going to be an issue but we will not our issue it. <laughs> it's listen it's going to be an issue but it's not going to be our issue so have fun with that yeah, I mean, they almost set us up for failure. I guess in a sense. 
in a sense, they did. But you know, then we got heroes. We got George you, Washington. But, like you have to think about it we too, got though. Like Abe Lincoln, he was a hero, man. They were the founding fathers are balancing a lot on their shoulders. They did not have like they they couldn't kind of like push too much. In yeah, one, like that one motive. They were leading an entire revolution. They were literally terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. Especially with, like, some of the stuff they did. Imagine, like, a tax collector comes to collect tax from a war that they just defended that country against. And then the people tar and feather the tax collector. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, a little like, bit. Maybe they're terrorists. But I still wish I could have been there at the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. That, that hands down, must have been one of the most, like, evoking events ever didn't they try didn't they dress up as native americans i think some of them kind did. of savage bro they tried to blame the natives for it <laughs> kind of legendary not gonna lie and that's coming from someone who i very much support the native americans and think they deserve more land back but i think it is kind of hilarious that they tried to frame them <laughs> like at that point though it was almost more of like a political game yeah, which is yeah. It, it's not good to say. It's pretty bad. It's crappy, but like <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. It's kind of hilarious. The founding fathers were just so based. There, there's no other they terminology for it. We're getting, we're getting a bit too, uh, bit too history bound here, Gogo. As we dude, do, dude, we have two history majors in one room. What do, you, <laughs> what do we expect? Let's talk about something people want to hear. All right, okay. people are getting bored. I can hear my um, sister calling me right now, going, <laughs> "Stop talking about history." <laughs> Would you rather be deaf or blind? Oh, um, <coughs> probably deaf because you can't hear boobs, but you can see them. That is a great argument for being deaf and blind. Yeah. Like, as much as I like hearing things, I feel like seeing things is more important. And at the same time, like, if we're going to talk on, like, realism, blindness, and realism, deafness, if you're deaf, like, maybe you're... 80% deaf you can still somewhat hear if you're blind maybe you're pretty blind but you can somewhat see like I would rather somewhat hear and fully see than fully hear and somewhat see yeah but I'm, I'm a big music guy I love music so you, you can provide oh, an I, argument I, I there about how beautiful music, music is <laughs> you can provide an argument there but no it's still you know at the end of the day rather see yeah I, I honestly agree with that oh Maddie said that Dempsey sent back my draft, but in his email he said it was a very good draft. I wonder what else he said in that email. <laughs> he, he probably roasted her. He, he didn't just read far enough into it. He was he was the first one to actually bring up the idea to me that the uh, <laughs> well I'm going back to history <laughs> that the revolutionaries that uh, our founding fathers were terrorists. He was the first one that said it, and I was like, you know. That makes a lot of sense. And <laughs> what what essay did he bring that up in? Um, it was actually in what class? Western Experience. <laughs> that's just not about the American Revolution. <laughs> no, not at all. That class has nothing to do with America at all because America didn't exist for the the most part of it. Well, I think for all of it, <laughs> Western Experience covers like European culture. Western Experience too. Oh, okay. Because that's, yeah, that's when you too, get into, yeah. to, you know, the U.S. breaking off. And, like, yeah, the Protestant Reformation yeah. and all that. <laughs> but <laughs> but he was the first one that brought it up, and I was like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we Dempsey st- was the first one that says um, he called me out on the fluff, I guess we'll call it my paper, where I just add in sentences that seem smart and don't really add much, but just kind of fluff it up. And he called me out on it. Oh, a lot and of teachers eat that stuff up. They love it. Most teachers. I like, think more every, words, better. I would say every That's single so professor but Dempsey has loved it. And on, honestly, it made me a better writer because it made me put in detail. And then, you know, I don't put any fluff into his essays, but other essays, I'm just putting in fluff at the very, very end, you know? Yeah. I Listen, I like being straight and to the point. All right. Don't give me any of the, any of the fluff. I'm totally with him on that. But other teachers love it, so. Yeah, Whatever you kind of like. you got to play the system, you know. Yep, how it goes. Oh, AP Lang, you had to write, or even AP Gov had to write those political papers. Let's just say, I did not reflect my opinion on those. Play the system, play man. Play the system. Whatever it is the smartest thing. Whatever the teacher believes in, you believe in. Exactly, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. Um, we'll go on to another question. All right. Will AI take over the world? 
No. Answer. No. <laughs> Why no? <laughs> um, Defend your point. Because I think that we will use AI to the best of our abilities and we'll get the most out of it. But by the time it comes to the point where AI can take over, they're not gonna. At the end of the day, the, the human civilization's ability to survive and what we'll do to survive is just going to be, it's going to overwhelm any AI. And I also don't think there will ever be as many AI as there is people. I had a really good counter argument to that, but I forgot it. <laughs> I think end of the day, right, AI are taking over. I think that however many humans left, they would decide, you know what? Pardon my language here, but fuck it. <laughs> We're all going out together. AI and humans. They would press the red button, all right? Nuclear bombs just wipe out everyone and everything. No, nothing remains. Jake, you go to the gym. Yes, I do. What are your PRs in the big three? The big three? You talking squat, deadlift, bench? I am. So I stopped deadlifting in high school because I had bad form and hurt my back and was like, yeah, I'm just not doing that again. I think it's a waste of my time. Okay, that's fair. Um, what about squat and, uh, <coughs> squat and bench? Squat, at one point, I was around 320, 315. Uh, I haven't maxed out in a minute, though. My bench sits at about 190. I went for 200 this week. And it didn't work out. I had it, man. I had it. I swear. But I'll be. Hey, I'll be going right, for it again. So the point in the I'm near trying future. to the point I'm trying to make is, um, you you can you can bench almost 200. You can squat. What is it? 300. It's about 300. All right. Well, you can squat 300. Now. You can bench 200. Deadlift is out of the question. Yep. Imagine a robot that is sentient. It is conscious. It knows that it exists. It's an AI, and now it can bench 2,000. It can squat 3000 it can deadlift 3000 how are how are what are we going to do to stop how much does it know is it connected to the entire internet it is conscious it is conscious it has the same exact capabilities that me and you have but is a that's not true just because it's conscious doesn't mean it knows as much as me but it has the same exact it it can get is it connected is it connected to the internet can it access any website at any time can you open up safari and go on the internet right now yes then yes it, can, okay. it, it has the same capabilities. Imagine a human-formed robot, and it's the same. It, it's just conscious. It's the same as you and me, Except but it's it, a robot. And it, and it is built by metal, and it has does it the only... Know, is it connect, can it pull up any it can internet access, article about anything it can immediately? Access, it's just in its storage, pretty much, in its brain. All right, we're going we're gonna to say that they're not advanced to that point, but they have a phone, which means they can't. What are you, you going to do? Do you, do you think that like do that they know is, how to use a gun? They can. They're just as human as you and me. They can learn to use a gun just. Yeah, as quickly well, if as they don't choose me. to learn, I got a pretty simple solution. <laughs> it's called a twelve gauge. I'm just thinking that you know, if we give these AI consciousness, we're done. We should know. Like we we've watched the Terminator. They robots do not need consciousness because they are physically better than us. They can mentally learn faster than us. You know what? They're machines. You know what I heard about consciousness? <laughs> what did you hear? Someone once told me that they think scientific studies have shown lobsters have consciousness. I will beat the fuck out of a lobster. I don't know if that works. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that that's how much I care about whether this thing has consciousness or not. That's a all right, define so consciousness. I have huh? I have my class called Great Philosophical Issues, and we actually for a week straight covered two weeks straight. I think kind of continuing on, we covered the idea of consciousness in animals. Do you believe an animal has consciousness? Do you think they know that they are alive and that they can do more than what they are doing right now? But maybe they're just doing that right now. Absolutely, there are extremely smart animals out there. Really? Absolutely. Do you think all animals have consciousness? Not all. Really? And so what if you makes... told me if you told me a lobster had consciousness like that one idiot did, I'd say no no it doesn't. So name an animal that would have consciousness. Uh I said chimpanzees are pretty close. They're getting into their own stone age, apparently, according to science, I guess. I don't know what science, but 
they're starting to use tools and stuff. So I'd say they they probably do. So to raise another question, what makes a chimpanzee conscious and a lobster not conscious? What is that deciding factor that distributes this? Ability to use tools. So anything that has the ability to use tools is conscious. Um, and, and recognize recognize that you, they're using tools, and advance in using tools. For example, can I ask seals? Him? Seals, I believe it's seals. Might be otters. They'll use uh, rocks to crack open shells. I'd say, yeah, that's a pretty okay. conscious activity. They know and what they're doing. They were taught that. They learned it. But what if that? I'm obviously playing devil's advocate, but. I'm going to ask you two questions. A, what defines a tool? B, how is uh, using a tool different from an evolutionary trait that an animal has learned over millions of years to act like they can use a rock to crack open a coconut? Where is, what is the differentiation from that? Um, well, what do you mean evolutionary trait? Just something they're like, born with? Not because exactly. I don't think I don't yes, think I, I, like you have to think about over millions of years an animal adapts to be able to if you look at the Galapagos Islands with um what's his name Charles Darwin he looked at these different species of birds and they had different types of beaks depending on what they were eating some of the ones that had heavier thicker beaks with more cracking ability ate larger nuts like things that you know required a lot more comprehension maybe they had to smash it open anything like that is that an evolutionary trait that they figured out how, this is the only way to get this type of food or is it them by themselves being like i need to crack this open that's an evolutionary trait because they were born with that ability a seal so what is a conscious tool that they use what what would you what is an example of a conscious tool I would say like a rock or like chimps are starting to use, you know, uh, they're starting to use rocks. They're starting to make spears. They're starting um, to make spears? I believe so. I believe they've, I believe chimps have been observed uh, sharpening sticks. I'm pretty sure I read something about it not long ago. I might be making it up. Or like there are birds. There's a bird actually. It's just one. And it got pretty mangled in some sort of fight or something. It broke its top top beak and they can't live without it what that bird did it was a crow crows are extremely smart it used a rock actually as its upper beak it like shoves it in its lip or whatever and helps it crunch up whatever it's going to eat so google says that um no fewer than 22 times researchers documented wild chimpanzees on an african savanna fashioning sticks into spears to hunt small primates called lesser bush babies so that is a, that is wrong. a conscious activity. That's a conscious. They I, have somewhere along their life, they weren't born with the ability knowing how to do this. All right, but they have learned that they can use these sticks to sharpen them and hunt. So how long do you think before chimps make their own language and that we are able to? Who said they haven't already? Okay, so what is how long until we are able to talk with chimps in their own language and have? fluent conversation Wait, how long until someone is bilingual in chimpanzee and english chimpanzee and like i don't know french anything how, how long are we saying until that if we're talking as they're conscious uh well we're already at a point where we can understand their body language so we can already somewhat understand what they're thinking like have you heard about that lady so chimps think that smiling is a intimidation tactic um, in a form of aggression almost. And this one old lady used to go to this, she'd go to this zoo and there was this gorilla and she'd smile at it and wave at it every day. And the zookeepers would tell her, don't do that, don't do that, you're going to make him angry. And she said, no, he's smiling back at me, he likes it. And she kept doing it. One day he broke out <laughs> and proceeded to beat the crap out of her. Like absolutely maul her. <laughs> And then I think he went into a restaurant and, like, terrorized the restaurant for a little bit. And then they eventually caught him. The monkey survived. She survived. But because humans are idiots, she still uh, goes to the zoo and smiles at him. You can look that up, by the way. I read about it the other day. That is... <laughs> that story. <laughs> that, is, that is absurd. <laughs> but, but as I was saying, we already understand their body language. Like, 
at some point, it's not up to the chimps for when this happens. It's up to the humans. Someone's going to understand that a certain pitch of, you know, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, or whatever means something. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure chimps will, uh, go up to their hand in, like, the cage or whatever and show that they want food or something at zoos. But does a dog not do that? No, it does. I I would say dogs have consciousness. Dogs have consciousness. All I right. Would say so. so back to my original question: What is a tool? What is this tool that you define as consciousness? Um, using something that's not naturally a part of your body to achieve something greater. So, like chimps using spears to hunt food, and I I'm assuming to get food is where the first place you would see them using achieving something greater. All right. Well, to raise this question again, what if a lobster used the seafloor to crack open an oyster? I don't know what lobsters eat. I don't even know if they eat the oysters, nothing like that. But what if they use what you define as a tool? Would you say they have consciousness? Because um, I'm sure that they probably do. They probably use something else to crack open food. Yes, yeah, their claws, man. A genetic, that's a genetic trait. Is a part of evolution. I Therefore, just, I don't think they have consciousness. But at what point is... Think about it. A, all right. a dolphin, a dolphin can all right, hit I a believe, beach ball I up be, in the air and keep it up in the air. You know, whatever, do I cool tricks. I believe dolphins have consciousness. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like consciousness I, to me. Like, I just... I'm very pick and choosing consciousness. I just disagree with your, your description of it. I, right, I, what is your description? I... It would not be involving tools. I think it... You need, like, a... I think it, mine would be more scientific. You need a active brain. I think it just has to do something with your brain. You have to actively be like searching and changing your changing your habits. We every. have no way to document what an animal's thinking, what they whether they realize they're alive or not. I agree. But with that. we can document if they're using tools or something, if they're advancing and like but I feel like so many, so many, like, animals and species attribute to your definition of tools, and I don't believe I don't they're think conscious. That, I don't think that many do. Really? Really. I don't so think that many do. would you say birds are conscious? Some. Some. Like what? What form? I think... Crows are extremely crows smart. Crows are the smartest birds out there. Yep. Have you, have you heard the stories of uh, them... Mo- like attacking people that Dude, have done them wrong no because they I, remember well, faces yes they do remember faces <laughs> i actually my dad loves birds um we always see crows in my yard at my Extremely dad's work smart. which is down the street he loves feeding them but he'll throw out bread and one of them will fly close to it and kind of like survey the area make sure there's no dangers and it'll fly down and it'll take a bite and it'll fly back up and it'll still survey survey the area and then as soon as it knows it's safe it calls in all its friends I think that I think the majority yeah. of animals are conscious. I think I think but crows are conscious. What do you think? What tool do crows use? Uh, that's a very fair point. Um, I think it, that's why that's I'm saying it's more point. of like brain activity. Point. You know, they're they're but they how? realize they realize that they have a social environment that will better them in their lives. Do we have the ability to measure this brain activity as humans? I I, I don't know. I feel if we, like we have to, right? Because you can measure brain activity on anyone. It's just, you know, you put on that little headset. If you put it on a chimp, I feel like we could definitely, like, measure I'm sure brain they have activity put it. I'm sure they have. Yeah. But have they put it on a, on a on a lobster? Have they put it on a worm? You know, like... That's a good question. It's like, maybe... I don't know. I feel this like is, listen, Jake, you should come to my philosophy class. This is literally what we're discussing. You'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. No, I think, um, I think a lot of animals have consciousness. I think some don't. Dolphins definitely do. Dolphins yep. are so smart. Incredibly smart. Dolphins animals. are also the only other mammal that have sex for fun. Really? They Where also. They, humans and you know what else the they do? <laughs> well, I, that's part of what. No, not that. <laughs> oh. They, they toy around with uh, puffer fish and get stung just for the. Because uh, the sting is like a. Um, a rush? Yeah, it's like a rush. It's like a drug for them. So they like. Do drugs? They're getting they're getting high, man. Wow, dolphins are That's, getting high. I I've I also read that somewhere. I do a lot of reading, a surprising amount. People don't realize. Dude, I'm with you on that. You know, it's just Sometimes, all online, so it, people don't count it. They're like, "That's not reading. You're not reading books." I read I read a lot. 
Yeah. Actually. <laughs> whenever I'm substituting, whenever I'm like sitting in the classroom, just, you know, watching over it, I usually just, uh, for the last like few months when I was substituting in like April, May, June, it was all just history. I would love to learn about Ottoman history and specifics and I would sit there and learn. And it's, it's entertaining sometimes, you know? It is. Uh, another uh, note that I want to say about chimps and consciousness is recently um, scientists have noticed a fashion trend in chimps in nature. This one chimp put a uh, piece of like hay or grass in her ear, right? Nobody knows why. Like we don't know why. But then others started doing the same thing. I don't know if it was because they thought it was cool or whatever. Wow. Oh, yeah, you pulled up the document right there. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, I told you. I read. It's a trend that's taken a troop of chimpanzees by storm. A blade of grass dangling from an ear. The grass and ear behavior, as scientists have termed it, seems to be one of the first times that chimpanzees have created a tradition with no discernible purpose. A primate fashion, in other words. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Very smart. There's a lot of very smart I animals think out there. The day that we are able to communicate with another species is going to be a monumental day. Like, imagine being able to talk to a chimpanzee and speak to them about, like, their life. What, what their morals are, what their goals are, what their, like, what they value imagine in life. Imagine being able to teach them. Because be obviously, genius. listen, they're very smart animals. They come nowhere close. No animal comes anywhere close. To how smart we we are. We've been to the moon. Oh, a hundred. We've literally been off of this planet. Imagine being able to teach that to another animal with another set of skills. Because chimps are extremely strong. They'll, oh my god! That's yeah. that's a scary animal that people aren't scared of, but should be. They'll rip your face off, man. Yes, they they have ripped many people's faces <laughs> off, <laughs> and people just don't. They they're like not scared of it. I'm like, oh, I'm so do you believe there could be one day a society of all chimps maybe some humans are integrated into it but like they speak chimpanzee um what do you mean there's already societies that speak chimpanzee man are they <laughs> i'm sure there is they're tribe there's like tribes Dude, of you, chimps. I don't, you just I read like, about it no no, no no i'm talking about like humans oh. speaking chimpanzee and humans also speaking in african language no i in think european language like anything i think oh huh because our vocal cords can uh do a lot of things that a lot of a lot of other animals can't. I think that we would probably be forced to adopt their language if we wanted to communicate with them because I don't think they can make the sounds that we can we can make or they don't have that much control over their I feel voice like box or whatever. If any animal could, it'd be chimpanzees. But I agree with you in like that sense where I think we would have to learn their language. What about birds? They they do have they do have the ability to form words as we do. My I neighbor guess, like, had a parakeet, parrot, yeah, man. Like all those parrots and parakeets and everything. Yeah, that is they can that's talk. true. Ahoy me, maybe, I'm just, bro. Like, imagine, though, we figure out the chimpanzee language. Are we now able to somehow communicate with apes? If the chimpanzees can communicate with apes, is, there, is it not unrealistic to say that we could one day com- like talk with them? Well, that's very fair. All I want to see is a great ape on a bench. Those things can awesome. already bench thousands. Imagine you think if they can bench thousands. All right, maybe not thousands. Maybe a silverback gorilla. I, I bet they could. They're pretty. They're pretty yoked, man. Those things are huge. But the argument that a silverback gorilla could beat a bear in a fight, um, a grizzly bear in a fight, is nonsense. Oh, nonsense. But a silverback gorilla can lift four thousand pounds. Oh. Imagine if we got one in a gym. If we got one on. Steroids. On roids. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not. I'm not going to be advocating for like testing medicinal on testing animals. on animals, <laughs> but for like the sake of science, imagine how strong a silverback gorilla could be on SARMs or on Tren. For I mean, for the sake of science, why don't we see how strong a human can be? I I want to see an some Olympics. Sort, yeah, some with, sort of. I want to see an Olympics, but Olympics. only tre- like only steroids, because I want to see what the human body is completely capable of i want to see it from start to finish what what can we actually lift given all of our science all of our technology everything nowadays and i think we'd be really interested to see that i i think it's a great point and i think someone has to volunteer to test it is it going to be you no i i think that people who take roids i think it looks kind of gross how vascular they are and stuff you well, know i guess veiny. it depends on the roids i don't know i've seen some i've seen some people take roids and they're just like big 
but they're not vascular in a sense, you know? Yeah, plus, I don't know, the, the muscles almost look like they're balloons, man, sometimes. It's All like, right, you know what, that is a good point. I, I like the way my muscles look, anyone's muscles look naturally. My muscles in the Ely bathroom? Oh, my gosh. The what, you, what is, is in dirty, that bathroom? Man. What is in that, that bathroom that makes it so good? The mirror in that bathroom, whoo. I could have sworn that I was 10 times as big as I actually am. I, I just sat in that mirror for maybe a minute. There was someone coughing in the bathroom, and I was like, damn, I hope he doesn't walk out and just see me shirtless flexing. But I mean, he doesn't know what he missed out on, man. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> we got any more questions? We've been kind of dwelling on this one for a minute. We have, but um, we have, Jake, we literally have like 20. Oh, come on. You, you, how about you pick one? All right, pick one. All you know, right. we, 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 went, we, we did dwell on that question for... I guess a little bit. We kind of jumped from that, but, you know, I, the, all of them are pretty good. Bethany created them at lunch. Um, this one's going to be quick because everyone agrees. Should toilet paper hang over or under the roll? Over. It's always been over. It's always been over. <coughs> under <coughs> is maybe if I'm lazy and I'm a little not regular and I am just replacing the toilet paper. Yeah, I'm going to put it under, but if I have the choice, it's always going over. Let me ask you this one. This isn't on the list. But I saw a TikTok about it the other day. Would you rather fight 50 100-year-olds or 50 10-year-olds? I'm going to be honest. I think the 100-year-olds is the clear answer because they are ancient. My great-grandmother was in yeah, their a bones nursing will, home. Their bones I've are brittle, I've man. S- I've seen 100-year-olds. They're out of it. The kids will have energy. The kids will have energy, but at the same time, I think it's going to be a lot more enjoyable to fight the 10-year-olds than it is going to be to fight the 100-year-olds. Well, they're halfway to the grave anyway. They're past How many 10-year-olds am I fighting? Uh, the same amount as 100-year-olds. Oh, 50. yeah. So I'm going to I'm take, right, take the 10-year-olds. How about this then? 50 um, 100-year-olds or 100 10-year-olds? Just my fists? Just your fists. <sighs> Or sorry, 50 100-year-olds. No, 100 100-year-olds or 50 10-year-olds. The 100 100 no matter how many 100-year-olds there are, I feel like I could still take a them. A thousand out. of them. I could still take them. A, th- a thousand of them versus the 50 10-year-olds who wins. Who wins? Um a thousand is a lot of people, man. Thousands a lot. Like I feel that's like that's a almost that's a lot of bodies, but and then it's against 50. Yep. 50 versus 1,000. I think in just terms of bodies, like the 10-year-olds aren't going to be able to pick up the 100-year-olds. Regardless of it, they're going to be like 120 pounds. Like that's a lot for a 10-year-old. So I think that the 100-year-olds will just win there's based just off too many. like there's just, there's, too just, many. there's just too many. But to be 100% honest, I don't think the 100-year-olds <laughs> would ever be a challenge. I would much rather take the 10-year-olds. That's fair. That's fair. I'll be honest. I shut your phone off before looking at all the you questions. Just, oh, it's my birthday. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> I'll freely admit I don't. <laughs> it's in. Whoa! I went to it. I went Did, to your birthday. Well, you went to a week after, but it's in I'm June. Incorrect. July. Incorrect. May. Correct. We get out of. College earlier than we got at. We high did, school, man. yeah. We got out of college like what May fourth. Yeah, it makes the time tough to keep track of in that regard. It was late May. What do we got? May twenty sixth. Close. Twenty fourth. Close. Twenty fifth. Oh, twenty second. There you go. Hey, there you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I had the party on the 29th, though. Ah, uh, that was still the most successful party I've ever thrown there. But that's very that's very nice. My grandmother had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. Where where do you prefer to sit on uh, on an airplane? Ooh, window seat, hundred percent. I mean, no one's choosing middle seat unless they get nice and cozy, man. Yeah. They like having. You know, you could make the argument that middle seat gets both armrests. Could that is that, that is a very good argument, and if you're in middle seat of people you know, it's not that bad. Well, However, you got a shoulder to lean on, no matter which way you're falling asleep. However, <laughs> I'm I love looking out the window of an airplane. I hate when people just ignore it. You are thirty thousand feet in the air. Oh my god! This is if you like were if you told someone you were this high in the air in nineteen hundred, they'd call bullshit. Yeah, they wouldn't believe it. They wouldn't believe it. I'm in the same uh, in the same headspace. Window seat always. I've been on a couple flights in my life, not a whole lot. How far was he at El Salvador? On uh, we had a layover in Houston. 
but we were we were up in the air for probably that, that was a full 12 hours of travel uh we weren't on a plane for all 12 though i'd say we were we were probably on a plane for like i don't know nine Damn. nine hours yeah um I don't really mind planes, to be honest. Maybe a I little think, less. I think planes really aren't that bad. It's like you can find time to kill in that. Yeah. yeah as, I'll just put my headphones in and listen to music. I can just sit and listen to music. Yeah. Like download some songs, whatever. Literally, Spotify, I download, I download like two playlists and I'm set. I can sit there. I can sleep. I remember when I was going to Vegas, I was playing Pokemon on my laptop. Like, oh, Let me tell you, <laughs> Subway Surfers went crazy. <laughs> I, I was going for about half an hour, man. I set, I set a new PR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to have this game, me and my brothers, called um, Age of Zombies. And there was this one game mode where you could go endless. And one of my brothers, when we were going to Florida, he played one game, that entire plane ride, from like entering the plane and sitting down, including takeoff, everything, until we started to like disembark the plane. He played this one oh, entire you, game. You already yeah. know he was top one percent of oh, that 100%. game. Oh, hundred percent. And they sh- they took it down from the app store, and I'm so mad. Oh, because he probably would if they made like a global leaderboards, he would have been up there. Wow, that's you, pretty you impressive. You can't play a game for three hours and not be up there. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you should have hopped on Modern Warfare earlier. I was cracked. Were you? I I'm went on terrible at that thirty-two game. and ten. One of the games. That's not I was playing COD, hardpoint. Man. I can't do. I can't do first-person shooters. I'm terrible. I, my opinion on Modern Warfare 2, it's never been this fun to be this bad. I will go, I went 32 and 10. The next game, 10 and 15 maybe. Yeah. Like, it was bad, but it's still a fun game, I feel. Even it is, it is still pretty fun. Like, Modern Warfare 2019, I would even argue that it wasn't fun when you died. It was like, no, no. it was just annoying. I Consider this, maybe it's just a part of growing up. That's a good point. Now it's not, you die and you completely rage every time. Sometimes you do if it's some cheese, if they're using riot shields and rocket launchers. But if you if you die, you're just like, oh, that sucks. Oh, well, let's keep playing. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I think it's just kind of growing up. Hey, listen, bit. next time that you and uh, you and the boys are on, let me know. That I was will, fun the will, other day. Yeah, I'll Bumper is, uh, Bumper's a character on the mic. Oh, <laughs> he loves the mic, man. Oh, I was talking earlier. So I had that game that I went, uh, whatever, like 36 and 10. I, um... The, the people in like the other the other team they were talking like right at, you know when there's like 10 seconds of after the game and yep. both teams can talk they were all talking they're like oh i did so bad i went negative and i hop on the last like five seconds and i was like oh that sucks i went positive <laughs> <laughs> and then i heard one of them start shouting and then it and it ended but oh yeah i got another question for you here is it okay to ask the genie for in- infinite wishes like, if I ever was given, a, if I found a little vase and I rubbed it and there was three wishes granted, I don't know if I would waste it on unlimited wishes before asking. I might be like, hey, listen, outside of my wishes, is it illegal to ask for this? Yeah. Like, because I wouldn't want to be like, I want unlimited wishes. And he goes, no, you can't have that. Plus, that's a wish right there. So, yeah, it counts. What about unlimited genies? Ooh. You could ask for another genie. <laughs> I, I almost feel, though, that, like, in the genie code of conduct, that, like, falls under the same parameter. Yeah, probably. What would you ask for? If you had three <sighs> wishes, you could have anything on Earth. Easily, like, d- the first one would be $10 billion. I would never need to work again. That would be um, the easiest one. Second one, not immortality, but I can die when I truly want to die. So if I live 500 years and... The entire earth blows up, and I'm the only one left. I can die, but I wouldn't want immortality. No. Imagine how lonely that would get. <laughs> but, but what about this? It just happens when you truly want to. What What about this, man? What What about there's a there's a mat. The stock market crashes, man. You lose all ten billion or whatever, right? Your wife divorces you, takes the kids. You are absolutely <laughs> devastated, and you have one of those moments where it's like, you know, you know, just take me now. But naturally, you being a human, most of the time, you know, besides unfortunate circumstances, you will move on. But you're automatically going to die because in that minute, so, well, you no, wanted to die. That's why I say I truly want yeah, to yeah, die. Yeah, at that moment, but you like, probably would. No, no, but you? like, it's, it, it's outside of that. It's like, not only do I want to die in the moment, I want to die overall. If all of my family's gone, everyone's gone, I'm just alone in the world, 
I'm sick of it, then I can do it. But like, if I'm like, if I'm just sitting there, maybe I lose a COD game and I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't lose it. I want to die. It's not like I'll just die on the spot right there. It's more of like I have to truly believe it and then it will happen. Okay. Okay. But and then the third wish, um, probably something like a power. I would say, either invisibility, teleportation. Why invisibility? You want to creep on people? You weirdo. Yeah. You want to no, hide I, in the girls' bathroom, huh? <laughs> you weirdo. You fucking freak. You <laughs> 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 cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> I don't even know if this dump. I think the dump button does work. Like on the radio, it does not work on this though. Really? Yeah, because this is just recording live feed. Oh, true. Oh well. well. Oh well. It might make the final cut. That was kind of funny. It will probably make. It. Well, listen, the the final cut, everything makes it other than like our digital footprint. Yeah, true. <laughs> if it's something that you know threatens that, then then it gets there. removed. Yeah. But then it gets put on the special episode, the one that will never be released. You wanna you wanna just say something here, just so <laughs> uh, I don't you know. You wanna say that something one. that'll that'll get us banned from the internet. <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm not talking. Getting us like swatted or whatever, getting us raided. Don't swat us, please. <laughs> please <laughs> swat me. Two thirty eight A University Hall, Westfield, Massachusetts. Bro, my sister's listening. She'll do it. <laughs> um, no, but I'm just talking something that literally cannot be on the internet. Um, I actually will so get us removed, much <laughs> like our friends. Our friend Donald Trump was removed from Twitter. Andrew Tate removed from. Uh, I think he was also Twitter. Kanye West removed from Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Something that's like Kanye level will get us removed just, so from the So we're internet. just going to be saying anti-Semitic things? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was actually talking with Jake D'Amelio earlier. Um, I don't even know how we got in this conversation, but we were saying what would happen if we were canceled? And I said, and Jake D'Amelio kind of agreed, just move to Europe. Europe is like some of those the, like lesser there are countries. That are, they're out, very racist. <laughs> outside of like France and, and Spain and everything. Like, if you go to Romania, they are, like, culturally so far behind that, yeah. like, they don't care about cancel culture. They don't care about any of that. I feel like I could go, I could, like, post Isn't that my, where Andrew Tate goes? Isn't he, his, I think he Andrew Tate does there or something? Romania. Yeah, I would I, love I to meet does. that, man. I just want to have a conversation with him. Maybe play a little Xbox or something, you know. Uh, he is an interesting person to meet. If you could, oh, that's a good question. If you could meet anybody ever. Who? We've had this conversation before. Um, I don't remember what my original answer was, but in terms of U.S. people, Theodore Roosevelt, I would love to go on a hunting Great expedition answer. with him. You're right. We like, have done this conversation. We go to South America. We go to Africa. We hunt some random species of animals. That would be so, so fun. And he was such a good man in the sense of what he did for parks, what he did for nature, yeah. Yes, he did do some questionable things in the military, <laughs> some questionable <laughs> laws that he put in. Yes, I'm not denying that, but it was a different time. I solely want to hang out with him to go on this hunting trip. I think he's a very interesting person, and he would have very interesting philosophy on life. That's very fair. He was a beast. I think I, think I might go, I might go uh, Roman philosopher, possibly. Which Roman philosopher? Yeah. Are you going to do, like, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, um, Aurealis? <laughs> Diogenes. Diogenes. Uh, listen, I think Diogenes would be hilarious I think to me. If I could travel. I think he would probably I, shit on me. I think he would be an asshole. But I think he would probably be pretty hilarious. As long as you have the ability to laugh at yourself. I think if I could have go- your entire way of life made fun of. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of hilarious. If I could go back in time, maybe Marcus and Aurelius, live, and live in someone's say, live in someone's week, it would be Diogenes. Oh I would God. love to sit on the streets of Rome with literally nothing to my name and just yell at people. And that's what Diogenes did. You probably feel like crap though. Think about it. Like the, I'm sure those malnutrition. Do you, do you there, think diseases. Diogenes feel like crap? No. Listen, I bet his balls were itchy or something, bro. He had diseases. Yeah, but you have to like, think, think about every, that time Everyone felt that. about Like, everyone felt that, though. That yeah, was like a you would want to feel thought. that for a week. No. But, all right, we're saying, though, I'm time traveling. So, for a week, I'm fine. Like, I don't think I'm going to pick up any ball-hurting oh, I thought, disease. I thought you meant you're living as him. No, no, no. I just meant, like, I'm going to travel back in time for a week, and I could spend that week with anyone in any time period that they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Diogenes would be pretty interesting to live under. I think that... uh, Do you come back no matter what? You come back no matter what. 
Well, oh. like, as long as you're not in, like, you don't make a stupid decision. If you, like, live in Diogenes' era and you grab a knife and you, like, shank yourself, you're done. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is your choice. So I can't be by King Leonidas' side? Thermophili? Maybe, like, at the very... I can't be guarding the back passage, man. How how about this? How about this? You can guard the back passage, but your week ends, like, right when they all die. (laughs) You get out of it by, like, a few seconds. And guess what? Guess what? Then they're going to write about me. What were they going to write about you? The brave Jake Wilcox. (laughs) Single-handedly. Because I'm the only one alive. I'm the only one. (laughs) But they they don't even know you're alive. Like, King Leonidas looked back, and you just disappeared. Listen, then who's going to write about it? The survivor. And I was the hero. I single-handedly held off 10,000 versions. But, like, there wasn't any at the Battle of Thermopylae. Like, they all died. They just had the one that went back and, like, told the tales. And obviously the Persians that told the tales. Man, he could have just been a damn liar. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought about that before. Like, All these people in history that talked about this stuff. Yes. Until probably, like, World War I. There's there's no feasible record for accuracy. Yes, we have multiple reports of the same thing, and we can call that accurate. But like, what if they were all wrong? Listen, people like there's millions of people out there who say you know the Bible's not true. They were liars. All right, but no one seems to dispute <laughs> the Battle of Thermopylae. <laughs> <laughs> no one seems to have had an argument for that. When who was who's fact checking that shit, man? <laughs> Dude, all I'm gonna say is like. One of the main reasons I'm religious is because the Bible is just, as a historian, it somewhat accurately makes sense. Yes, scientifically, there should be no man that can turn water into wine. Yeah, there there are some flaws in there. to have, like, multiple reports of, like, a single miracle, how made up can that be? Like... Yes, but you you can argue that there's someone out there. There's a group of people that were like, "Let's make this up." But what's what's their motive at that time? They don't they don't <laughs> imagine that their society is gonna live for but guess what? thousands guess of what? years. Right now, you and I are imagining that we could get a group of people to believe in the Westfield State Chicken Man. We could write rumors about him. I feel like enough right? people have experienced the Westfield State Chicken Man. And guess what? To know guess he's what? true. Then they go on to write tales about him, and thousands of years from now. They stumble upon these writings about a legendary chicken man. He was half man, half chicken, and lived at Westfield State. <laughs> my my philosophy on religion is if there is a God, which I believe there is, they would be benevolent enough to understand that if it was my last day on earth, I wouldn't go to church. I agree. All right. I would go out and see what you know the earth has in store for me. You know, I think they would be very benevolent. I think my last day on earth would not include church either. And regardless of how religious I am, I think that I believe truly in my religion that I have done everything that I need to do to go into heaven. On that, my last day on earth, if I know when it is regardless, it will not be involving church because I should know this. By my own re- religious standpoint, I should be going to heaven. And if I die, if I don't go into heaven, I'm, I'm done. I'm dead. How can I think? Why? Well, what is the harm in thinking this way, you know? It's fair. It's fair. All right, now that we've gotten religious, let's get political, huh? <laughs> so <laughs> Midterms, baby, midterms. Midterms. Jake, who do you think, if there was one country we could invade, which country? You know, that's a great point. Um, why did colonialism stop? <laughs> why did imperialism stop? Yeah, why did imperialism <laughs> stop? Um, one country we could invade. You know what? I'll be honest, I'm kind of sick of North Korea's bullshit. Really? Yeah, I mean, the other countries I don't have a problem with. Like, I feel like they're not causing any trouble. A lot of, well, I'm sure in their own right they are. Like, you know, there's multiple countries with civil wars going on, mass riots and stuff. But as an American, I'm ignorant and that's not my problem. (laughs) Uh, That's not an ignorant thing. I recognize it's happening and it's terrible, but it is just not my problem. That's their struggle. Hey, not mine. I, I agree. We um, should pull out of NATO, but that's another. That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> We're getting political, Gogo. <laughs> we need to stop. But North Korea actually just causes trouble, and it's just kind of annoying and a nuisance. <laughs> that's a good country. I would say Canada. I think that their economy, if we integrate it into our own, it would fluctuate the United States, make us even more of a world power than we already are, and it also would set us up for conquering all of the Americas. 
I want North America. I want South America. I want Central America. I want all of the Americas. I want the United States to be this giant nation. Do you know Brazil is like something like 40% um, I guess African American? I'm not surprised. You know that? Because the slave trade, yeah, <laughs> they got what Brazil, the country of Brazil, got way more than we did, and people don't realize that. I think a lot of like those South American countries did as well, like Colombia too. Super um, cool place though. I want to go to Brazil so bad. It seems so cool. I don't want to go to Brazil, but I definitely I want to go to Argentina. I want to see the um, Andes. The Andes. I yeah. want to see the Incas. I want to go to there. How little... about that? If you could go anywhere in the world, ooh, like safe. Safe passage. Yeah, safe passage. Turkey. There's a lot of Ottoman, like... A lot of history there. Like, a lot castles of and outposts in the desert. And, like, that desert's heavily controlled by Al-Qaeda. So, you can't really <laughs> you can't really go there. And it's really inhabitable. And Turkey itself is not a good nation to travel to. But I think that even the Middle East in general would be really cool. And it's interesting to see how in the 1950s and 60s, you can see ads... Visit, visit Iraq, visit Iran. They yeah. had all this tourism, and it's all gone because of a terrorist nation. But it's so sad. Yeah, I I would love to see in my lifetime that it opens back up. Al Qaeda is gone, and I want to see a prosperous Middle Eastern civilization that is able to take control of the government because Syria is awful. Saudi Arabia is extremely prosperous. So, Saudi Arabia is extremely prosperous. Very That's because of their country. oil. Yeah, but very rich yeah. country. <laughs> I mean, the Middle East is just in such turmoil that I don't think we'll ever see it in our lifetime, especially with um, Israel-Palestine. That is yeah. a conflict that will only be resolved in war. There's no peace. Yeah, it's not going to end until someone wins, In my um, So in my freshman year history class in high school, we actually did this cool exercise where we got a list of all the Muslim monuments and all the um, Jewish monuments or like sacred places in Israel-Palestine. And we had to figure out a way to divvy it up. Oh, who gets what? Yeah. yeah. Who gets what? And we had to create a fair trade in the entire. A lot of them were the same monuments. Yes, exactly. A lot of them are the same. So. Well, it's hard when you, one religion comes from another. The, the best part about that like lesson was that my teacher literally showed. She was like, there's no I'm winning. glad that you put this all together, but there's none of these work. And like the point is, after we figured out like what we were gonna divvy up, we had to present it, and the other groups had to like critique our splitting it up, and so that no one no one did good on this like presentation because there's no there's no winning there's, there's no, no winning. winning, and it's it's sad to say, but the only re- like way that Israel Palestine is gonna get solved is through warfare. Yeah, and I think that will come if we have a World War Three. I think that will be one of the core parts that could be a spark it. that could be I think spark i definitely spark like we don't necessarily have the powder keg that we had in world war one but i think that alliances this, i think that this <laughs> could be definitely a strong part of it and that could involve al-qaeda in world war three because i mean al-qaeda if, in world that would be kind of hype terrorist organization you have to, in well, you have to look at it like yeah in world war one there was the ottomans and yes they were more centralized they were more like set into the atmosphere <laughs> but um like at the same time i mean i mean turkey's the ottoman empire still but it the literally Al-Qa- is. how different is al-qaeda from it they have i guess they have a lot more secret organizations set up but i'm certain that if there was a world war to break out they would definitely make their presence known yeah. and create allies through that yeah they would probably ally with russia china that deal but yeah if i could travel anywhere it'd be alaska well, I want to go to Alaska regardless. That's kind of, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put that. That's not like a dangerous spot to go to. Yeah, it's my it's it's my dream vacation. It used to be Greece. I think I think Greece is a beautiful country from what I've heard. I yeah. really want to go there. But I'm like, man, Alaska would be so cool. Alaska's definitely cool. And it's it's literally in the U.S. It's not hard to get There's there. There's a lot of places in the U. The U like United States. Pe- I oh, would say natural beauty. People natu- underestimate. Yes, it so United States much. Ha- is number one in natural beauty. We have every single type of climate. Well, that's why because we have because we're so yes. big and have every climate. Well, like I mean, you could argue the same for Russia. That is a good point. Well, does Russia have every huge. climate though? They, I feel like they have a lot more northern colder. Yeah, we have like a lot of southern that makes up for like that climate. Where we have Hawaii, which has like, fuck, true, so many random climates. That's very true. I would love to go to Hawaii, but you know there wasn't mosquitoes in Hawaii until about 1960. 
Animal fact of the day. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there <laughs> it's back. It is. <laughs> yeah, until until about 1960, they were brought on a uh, like some boat or something carrying something. Mosquitoes are my least favorite species, hands down. They they I feel like they provide nothing at this point in in our. And what do koalas provide? AIDS or fucking chlamydia. chlamydia. Exactly. I'll get right back to it. I'll get right back to it. Koalas <laughs> suck. <laughs> koalas are off. Season, back to season two, man. <laughs> I have no, there was no love lost between me and koalas. But they look so beautiful. They're so cute. They have beady red eyes, man. They got claws. They're covered in feces. They eat feces. They have chlamydia. <laughs> like, where do I where do I need to stop here? I think we're gonna stop right now. We're at, <laughs> we're, we're at 11:01 right now. <laughs> Listen, it comes full circle. Back to season two. Back to season two. I want to thank you all for listening in today. Um, thanks, Jake Wilcox, for coming in tonight. Definitely shorthanded today. This is the history podcast. History podcast. This went extremely smooth. Not what I expe- was expecting, but thank you all for tuning in. Tune in two weeks from now. We're gonna have another episode. But uh, have a great night, everyone. Have a good one, people.